0: So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teladono on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tell y'all, right? Well, first and foremost, salute to Amazon and all that they did. We really appreciate it. Change for change is something that we started, what, four, five, six years I don't remember.
1: Life is a blur. Time is a blur. It's, yeah.
0: It's been a while, though. But we did it because we wanted to give back. So many listeners are going through a lot, especially the holiday season, and we wanted to create something where we can give back to different organizations or to people that just need it. And we have helped so many people from people that uh, lost their house or needed stuff for their kids or, you know, lost a family member. And it's just a way that we do every year to to, to help people and people like yourself. So we salute you guys for listening to us. And it's come
1: a long way, right? Because, I mean, think about it. We used to literally sit in the studio for 24 hours. Yeah. So we would literally broadcast from 6 a.m. in the morning to what was it? Midnight? midnight. Midnight. Midnight at night, and we was just literally shaking down, you know, celebrities, our, our, our friends in the music industry, you know, yeah. all our celeb friends, you That's know, right. and they were showing up, you know, they were donating a couple thousand here, tens of thousand here, sometimes a hundred hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand, yeah. And uh, yeah, we were able to, to to help a lot of people. The first first calls we did was HBCUs.
0: HBCUs, Thurgood, I believe, good Good
1: yep. Marshall College Fund. Yep. Second year, we did uh, Mental health. Brandon Marshall's yep. three... I think it's... I, I can't remember the name of the organization, but it's a mental health organization. Yep. And then that's
0: when it gets blurry for me. It gets blurry, it gets blurry for yeah. me, too. But yeah, that was the reason why we started it. And, we, you know, what we started doing now is finding individual people, because so many people, especially out, of, out after the pandemic, need so much help. So we try to do as much as we can. But today, we got a special guest that we're going to be kicking it with. Okay. Uh, You might know him as the monster from New York City. Probably one of the the illest producers.
1: Definitely one of the best ever. Uh, He
0: showed up for you several times, showed up to me many times.
1: The first real money I ever made in this business was because of this person. That's right.
0: So ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be kicking it with Swiss Beats and his son Nasir Dean.
2: Zone, zone, zah, yes, Man, what is you feeding him, man? <laughs> <laughs> my
1: God. Were you like six three, six four?
2: Like six
3: four, six five? Damn.
0: So. Now, Swiss, is this your son that played soccer and then stopped?
3: No, that's no. The one, right? That's my uh, little brother, Kazi. That's your little brother, Kazi. Everybody in the
1: brother. house is your little something, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. Fair enough. Now, as we approach the holidays, what does this time of year mean, mean to you, Swiss? Oh, man, holiday times
2: is... Definitely family times, mm-hmm. and definitely times to, you know, um, see how other people are doing. Because I notice, like, during the holiday times, I see a lot of pressure come on people of what they can do and what they can't do. And, um, and I just want to, you know, I just want people to find their balance. Absolutely. When do you find the time for a lot of the stuff that
0: you're doing, because you're producing, you do verses, you're traveling, you have kids. When do
2: you find the time to continue to create and, and do all these amazing things? Um, Everything I do is under the umbrella of creativity. So, mm-hmm. like, I make the time, and I need to stay busy. Mm-hmm. You know like, that's the key is like to stay busy because um, I, I don't feel I started yet. To be honest, I feel like I'm just now starting. Although I've done a lot of things, I feel like I'm just now starting because I actually know what I'm doing now.
1: Mm. Oh, explain that, expound on that. You know what you're doing now?
2: Yeah, because when I started, I was, you know, a teenager, mm-hmm. and things was happening and moving so fast. So you don't really know what you're doing at that age, you're just having fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now that I still have fun, but now that that's passed, you got time to say, "Okay, let me change different things, let me set different goals." I went back to school to to, you know, did three years to know what I'm actually doing mm-hmm. instead of just doing what people are telling me that I'm doing or mm-hmm. Believing what somebody's telling me, I'm doing instead of really knowing what I'm doing, it's a big difference.
0: What's your favorite holiday memory? Is it New York and the Bronx? Is
2: it now? What's what's your favorite holiday memory? My favorite holiday memory um, is all of them. Technically, like like we 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 have fun as a family. Mm-hmm. Like we have a big family. We have fun. We tell jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, we play pranks. Oh, you remember when I caught your brother that time? <laughs> um play a lot of games uno we're very
3: competitive with the ping pong uno monopoly right. who wins with monopoly all the time monopoly will
0: start an argument in my house that last three days <sighs> in my crib yeah same who, who wins
3: yeah uh alicia's very good she's very strategic egypt egypt's very yes. good egypt, egypt, little egypt. Brother egypt he's mm-hmm. like he's like the monopoly man he's like Daddy warbucks like he's a
2: he loves money he loves guy. money. he, lo- oh,
1: he gets <laughs> it count- from mom and dad he loves just counting the paper like
2: no he's addicted to money I'm
1: telling you like, yeah. serious yeah like he, he- <laughs> and, and I said do you have any what's your expectations for the holidays because you know you, you you your dad's been doing very well for a very long time so do you do you even have any wants um, I just want I want
3: everyone to. Tune in to "Drive," what we just made. Okay, coming out on November 16th, and I want um, I want everyone to just really cherish this time with their family. Like that's what I want. I don't really have a lot of physical needs this year. I have spiritual needs. I have family needs, and I want people to really just just cherish this time with their loved ones right now because the state that the world is in right now is just really we need that. That's real. Now,
0: let's talk about the show Drive, right? Now, Drive is a car show that comes out. Most people don't know that any time before I purchase a car, I call Swizz.
2: <laughs> and
0: then when I get the car, I FaceTime Swizz. So, if a FaceTime ever comes up, Swizz will be in the bed sleeping. And he'll wake up, what did you get now, Envy? What did you get? Like, we're Thanks. so excited for, for cars. So, let's talk
2: about Drive and, and what made you want to do the show, Drive? Well, Growing up in the Bronx, looking at cars passing in the hood that I couldn't afford, that's my car, this is my car. I eventually got, uh, my first car was the Nissan Z300 Twin Turbo. I paid, what, 6000 for it at the mm-hmm. time. And ever since then, I've just been into cars and collecting and ended up doing car shows. So when this opportunity came, I just was like, man, like you know, I have a chance to not just do a car show, but do a show that doesn't exist in the car space which mm-hmm. is travel community family father and son you know you don't really get to see uh, father and son bonds from our from our community that's positive so i thought that that was a plus and um we wanted to educate people and not just show bling cars not, not just putting million dollar cars up but really showing the everyday person how they make magic as well mm-hmm. you know and which i think is phenomenal
1: what's it I was, like working with each other my little brother? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we have so much fun. Like,
3: it's not even funny. Like, we don't really have, uh, we, we have perfect synthesis. We don't we, we know how to like, work with each other very, very well.
0: But, I was going to ask, you know what? You guys went to different markets. So you've seen the car culture in New York, you, you know, the, the car culture in Houston and, and yeah. California. What was your favorite car culture
3: and why? I love Japan. Japan. Japan is definitely one of my favorite episodes because the architecture, the culture there—they're like 500 years ahead of us, right? So every single, every single uh, thing that they do there, they're so masterful with it. Mm-hmm. So when we went to go see the drifting, uh, and we went to actually go drift with the Tokyo Drifters, um, the drift champion,
2: never again. We, we
3: just saw how crazy, like, skillful they were for us to put our lives in their hands and for them to actually. You know, be able to handle that. You know, they were good. When you, you know, say five hundred years into the future, like what do you mean? Like, you know, America's a young continent. Mm-hmm. Like Asia is five uh, is 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 way older and culturally and, and well, I'm, yeah, I'm just talking about the technology of the historically. cars. Historically. Oh no, no, we're you not flying. We're <laughs> not <laughs> about to make him go deep yeah, on but but um, in the terms of them being masterful at every single thing they do, whether it's making a drink, cutting ice, designing, doing anime, comic book sketches, architecture, painting clothes, we go there for inspiration. So being over there to uh, go into the depth of their culture was like, that was definitely one of my favorite episodes. And you'll see why.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, I was going to ask, you know, One thing, if if you don't know, Swiss is is a major collector, right? He collects a lot, whether it's watches, whether it's artwork. He got me into artwork early. And cars, Swiss was the, the first person, you know, usually people say when you buy a car, you lose money. But Swiss has figured a way that the cars that he purchased, whether they're small or big, he always makes money and knows when to get out of them. And he calls, so... What do you think about your dad's car collection and how did you get to the knowledge of learning cars like the way that you do cuz most people say your oh, cars are a bad investment but you you figured that out <laughs> Dad's car collection
3: Everyone thinks that my dad has an endless line of cars in the garage right and this is a misconception uh he used to have a lot of cars um in his younger days and now he's just really curated the uh the list of cars that he does have so it it is is way more like I said, curated in the sense of it's just not buying anything to buy anything but just because um, it's, with, it's with purpose and it's with a plan. Facts. So I've just been observing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Does he let you drive any of his cars? Yeah, but I don't really ask him like that. I'll just take, like, the $1
0: million car or the one that $4 million, just take it around the block one time?
3: Yeah, he would let me. He, you, you, you would let me? He can't fit. <laughs> you would let me. He would let me. You would let me, right? No.
4: Right? You don't see how me. big he is? He can't fit in the <laughs> damn car.
1: He,
2: he, he, dro- he drove the laugh, and his knees was on the, like, in the dash. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right.
1: You don't remember that? That's right. That's right. <laughs> did this help y'all bond? I mean, I'm sure y'all already had a great bond, but did it help y'all bond even more?
2: Yeah, because, um, you know, like, we have kids, and we love our kids, but there's nothing like spending, like, uninterrupted quality time. And we would wake up every day, every morning, together every day, you know, and, and, and just communicate. And we did, we did the Gumball 3000 uh, for his 18th birthday. And where, did, where did we drive from? We went from Mykonos to Ibiza. From, from Mykonos to Ibiza, the longest drive of my life. <laughs> then they gave us the car with the steering wheel on the wrong side, which made it even worse. But that was a sign because everybody was racing to go to these different finish lines. And the car with the steering wheel being on the on the wrong side, it it made me slow down, and it made us have to spend time together and vibe during that trip. And our, our favorite song was what the whole time? Uh, "I Follow Rivers" by Leaky Lee.
1: I I follow. Yeah, that one. Was... <laughs> 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 yeah. Who's your favorite road trip partner, Swiss? Uh, uh, Nasir or DMX? Because we always hear about the stories of you and X in the car. That was legendary.
2: Um, that's a hard one. I got to. I got. I love you, but I gotta say, DMX. I love you too. for for, for a lot for a lot of for a lot of other reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, X was X was very animated. Nas is laid back. He can get animated when he wants to. But I would get to hear stories from from X that I never heard before when we we're in the car. Mm-hmm. Like his the last car ride we drove.
4: In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass. where we see a new champ be crowned. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
2: I went to go visit him in like upstate New York, and he wanted to go see Scarface in Boston. And he's like, "Yo, you know, um, you know, Scarface is in Boston tonight." I'm mm-hmm. like, "Okay, shout out to Scarface." <laughs> you know, I just drove like two hours to go where he was at in the first place. And this one, I had the uh, 720
1: mm-hmm.
2: McLaren, so it's a sports car. And I used to always bring the cars up so X could drive them around when I when I visit him. And he's like hinting again, "I want to go see Scarface." I'm like, "You want to go?" S- you want me to take you to see Scarface? I just drove two hours. And he never really asked me for things like that. So I, I can tell that it was something that he really wanted to do. So we get, ride, we get in the car. We go five hours to see Scarface. Wow. And the whole time... Five hours in a little ass car. This wasn't no yeah, big to you, Escalade. Like his, it's little car. Like yeah. his arm and, and their arms were touching the whole ride. Yeah, my, my ass still hurt from that drive. <laughs>
4: right?
2: And so we're driving and he's playing old school music, old school music. And then he um, stops the music, and he asks me to record him, which he never does. And he just like gave me his life story, like like wow. I never heard it before. Wow! And um, that was our last drive, but it was it was epic.
1: Wow! Mm-hmm. You still have you? Of course, you have the
2: absolutely yes, wow. yes. Wow! And it... uh and we went on stage and he rocked with Scarface. Wow! All night. Is, is it time for a DMX documentary, a true DM, a DMX movie? Um, it's always time to witness greatness, but I feel that it just has to be I, me personally. I just wanted to be shot and 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 directed like to the standard of what he gave us. He gave us timeless moments. He gave us, you know, his his life literally, and so I feel that um, you know, a lot of people have been pitching uh, documentaries and movies. But they don't, you know, it needs to have the right care. And, the, and I, I want it to be the biggest thing in the world for them.
1: Or, mm. Yeah. Nas, did you learn anything about your dad that you didn't know? No? After working on this series, taking these long road trips? Yeah,
3: A thousand percent. I learned that he um, he doesn't go as fast as you think he would, having <laughs> the fast, very fast cars. Like, he actually is pretty reserved now. And uh, he, he just... He really picks what he wants to do. He picks how fast he wants to go. He picks if he wants to get in the monster truck. He picks if he wants to go drifting. Like he has that uh, that situational discernment now. It's, I feel like that's pretty <laughs> situational good. Situational discernment, I like that. I was gonna
0: ask, you know, with all the artists that your dad worked with, who did you enjoy listening to and talking to the most?
3: Um, I have two, because I haven't really, I haven't sat down with the first one I'm about to tell you, like mm-hmm. on a personal, personal note. But Lil Wayne is definitely um, one of my favorite artists ever, and and that my dad has collabed with as well. Um, what was I really, what did I really like? <laughs> Dad's work um, with the whole industry, by the way. Oh, oh, Pharrell. 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 Yeah, I remember being a kid and like his energy just lit up the room, and he um, he had such a great spirit. I can feel it, and it, I remember that feeling till this day. Now, you, know, you said Pharrell. Now, this is your dad's pressure. Now, Busta,
0: a couple of, probably about a month ago, said he's doing an album where Pharrell, Timberland, and Swiss Beats are the EPs. How? How does that happen?
2: You know, Busta is somebody that don't back down easy. Mm-hmm. You can't tell him no. And he signed us up for his project.
3: <laughs> and, and
2: we just said, OK, let's do it. <laughs> He came he's like, you know, uh, you, Tim, Pharrell, y'all my producers for the project. I'm like, okay. No, the executive producers. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then, I don't know, like somehow we actually all got into a space, which is a photo of us on this boat. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, yo, he really manifested this. Like, we didn't even plan to be on that boat at that time. It's not like, okay. Let's have an executive producer boat ride. Like we just all ended up sitting there and I'm looking around like, okay, I hear the universe. Okay, I guess we're doing it. Is it done? Is it almost done? It's done. And and, and it's and it's, it needs to come out now. You know, cause Buster will hold on to an album for thirty summers. Forever. Right?
1: This <laughs> but might, um, this might be a stupid question. He's named after Nas, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is Nas like his godfather or something? I just just <laughs> No, my mom's
2: from Queens. Yeah, his mother loved Nas, so well, you know right. I, I was kind of conflicted in a way, but
1: <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying.
2: But then I was like, "Shit, I love Nas too."
1: All right. <laughs> 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 you know, everybody always ask about verses, man. What's up with verses?
2: Big things, big things. Um, you know, I'm I'm happy that me and Tim was able to take the time to understand our company. Uh, because when we launched it, it was during the pandemic. Things is happening like we never got no rest. Mm-hmm. You know, like we was helping everybody else um, feel better and have something to go to other than the negative uh, news and, and energy at that time. But we didn't take time for ourselves, and um, so things went fast. And um, we own the we own the company 100% again, um, which is super fresh. And we got some big announcements coming.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if it's something. I mean, I know it's something artists still want to do, but you know, during the pandemic, it was more pure because it was just about the music. Now it's so much business and red tape involved. Yeah,
2: and and naturally, when something gets big like that, that that happens. But you know, um, verses, and I tell people because I hear people on the shows, and when when you bring up verses, they're like, "Oh, I don't want to," and it's it's not a battle show. Mm-hmm. It's it's a show where two artists uh, celebrating each other with. Their hits. Now, if you want to make it a battle, I'm not gonna say, hey, don't talk tough to this guy. Right. You you make it a battle, or you can make it a love fest. You know, like there's been many verses that has been smooth and, and, and loving, but with the hip hop, it's just the ego, you you know how it's competitive. Bro, you put the locks and dipset on stage. <laughs> yeah, that's what
0: I'm saying. And everybody, I think a lot of people thought Dipset was gonna take that one away.
2: I know many people thought that the dipset was going to
0: and then it was jada yeah you got the right hat on <laughs> so what was the 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 biggest verses for you as far as culture would that be the biggest
2: yeah that and um gucci man and and jeezy oh, absolutely. absolutely yeah those two because that's what verses do it you know it it took two two guys that really went to war to the point of no return mm-hmm. and verses gave them an outlet to you know, send a different message out there to the youth today because they're not who they was fifteen years ago, but there's no outlets that can let you as a man, as a you know, stand on how you feel and move past from it. And this is why, you know, um, I could if I stopped versus today, I would be fine because we we won already. Like it it did what it needed to do. But it it needs to do more. Because Mm -hmm. versus the people's streams go up seven hundred percent. People sell out their tours. It's so we call it the verses effect, and the artists get so much from verses. And so all the artists out there, who's listening to this, please stop trying to charge us more than you ever made on your show. You know, um, show us the love that you show those other outlets that you don't get nothing from it. That's right. You know, and so um, that was the thing. Um, that was like the hardest thing was hearing the artists. Trying to overdo it for Over no reason.
0: reason. I got to ask, because there there's been a lot of rumors about some verses that were, were hopefully will still get done. Did you just say yes or no? I don't want to say yes or no.
2: Didier Jermaine Dupree, is that going to happen? He just said he don't want to say yes I know, me. but I'm going to ask anyway. But the reason, see, because I'm not scared to answer the question, by the way. But what happens is, this clip right here gets played back to me, and it's like, yo, I didn't really want to confirm that yet, bye blah, bah, and, and I have to deal with this offline right. and say, yo, they asked me a question. Y'all went out there and did a promo run, and y'all went out there and said y'all wanted to do it. All I did was confirm what y'all said. Okay. Yeah, but that was a different time, but they, this is, the Versus documentary has been, we've been shooting a documentary since the beginning of Versus, mm-hmm. so Lena Waif is the director. Um, y'all gonna see all of this when I'm telling you like. I tape for it, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah Dr. no. dre Dr. no, I'm just kidding no. Dr Dre versus who
0: i don't, I heard that it was at yeah, one
2: time he wanted it was possibly could happen happened. hundred percent i don't think I don't think any of those are off the table
1: I, I, I want to ask you Nasir when it comes to having a legendary father like Swiss, do you feel pressure or freedom to succeed uh
3: I feel to succeed, pressure comes with the territory. I feel like the person that my father is, I feel freedom and inspiration too. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's there are still moments into which we have conversations about why the pressure is necessary, mm. why uh, diamonds don't fall off trees. You know, what I'm saying you have to really, really um, hone all your energy into something that you're doing. And and when I or how I've like translated the position that I'm in. It was never, it was never a pressure or a or an envious thing. It was always like a very, a very homegrown, natural, inspirational thing. And and and, like I said, pressure comes with anything you want to do, especially if you want to be great. I liked how you touched his shoulder I when you said, "Say why are you touch his shoulder?" <laughs> said so that envious thing. What, the <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> what, is, what is
2: going on here?
1: <laughs> what kind of pressure do you put on? I
2: I put real pressure on him to be himself mm-hmm. and to not follow the trends and to set his own stage, set his own lane, because you know, the a lot of people naturally gravitate towards him mm-hmm. uh because of his family. But my thing is I put the pressure on him to distinguish who's who and what's what. You know, like a person might give him a gift and I get on him about that gift, I'm like, yo, well why did this person give you that gift? Mm-hmm. Like why? Mm-hmm. You know. Find, like tell me the why. Mm-hmm. If you can't tell me the why and you can't give that person a gift back, don't take the gift. Right. That's real. You know? Because people, they, they, they be setting up their plays and mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's you know it's, 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 it's a very, very scary world outside. Yeah, it's different, right? It's yeah, different. it's different outside. Right, well, we appreciate
0: you guys for joining it's us. Happening. Ride, with Drive, excuse me, with Swiss Bees. Where can they see this? Ride.
3: It's
1: a ride, Drive. <laughs> Ride, come um, here, come here.
3: <laughs> you can see Drive premiering November 16th on Hulu Drive with Swiss Beats. Tune all the way in. All six episodes will be dropping simultaneously so you can binge watch the whole thing. It's a zone.
0: Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you guys for joining us.
1: Make some noise for Swiss Beats and Nasir Dean, y'all. Right. <clears throat> zah, zah, zah. I've never seen an audience Like, this is amazing. Nah, they do these uh, nice little events from time to time. Well, it's not doing, little at all, but...
2: I heard y'all doing some big things today. This is cool.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. so this is a Change for Change where we give back to people. And what people did this time is they put a wish list of things that they needed for the holidays. And okay. shout to Amazon. They provided their wish list for a lot of people. Okay. So, like, even today, since you guys are here, I think we should do something special. Charlamagne, what you think?
2: Oh, I'm dang. all for it.
0: Now, for everybody that's that what, came That's what we're here. here
2: for. Yeah.
0: Now, for everybody who, who put in a wish list and came here, put your hands up one time, and then you brought a person with you, right? Right? So for you guys today, we're gonna give everybody that signed
2: up $1,000. That's
1: right. Hold up.
2: Where, where you sign up at? Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> where, where do we do that?
0: But not, but not only that, the people that you came with, we're gonna give $1,000 too.
1: That's right. Hey, hey, hey. See? One of y'all didn't wanna come. Hey. See? One of y'all had to get begged to come here. Now, look. This is the big money show. This is the big money show. <laughs> yes.
0: So we appreciate you guys for coming. We got a lot of cool stuff for you as well. And just say thank you guys for rocking with us and riding That's with right. us.
1: And thank and you to Amazon, man. Thank you for Amazon. You. We yes. really appreciate you guys. We, we, we couldn't do none of this without Amazon. So thank you
0: very much. So ladies and gentlemen, now Swiss Beats, we are The Breakfast Club. Peace.
2: Zone, zone.
3: Yeah. Wake that
2: ass up in the morning. The Breakfast Club.